Hi everyone. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to try to get this out before the Super Bowl because I think I'm going to go watch it with Mr. Safety Pins, which he doesn't know that yet, but um, I think that's what I want to do. So, okay, let's get into it. Let me first talk about my um, Julia Fox experience, um, which mostly has nothing to do with Julia Fox, but I just want to talk about that whole night in general. That was my first New York. That was my first influencer event, period, point blank. I went to an event with Madewell. And then afterwards I went to, I was invited to an event with Saks and Emma Roberts. I was super, super excited about it. And an hour before the event started, my agent texted me and was like, they have not sent me your QR code to get in. They're acting like this is literally the fucking Grammys. Like, I don't know if you'll be able to get in now. Even though I was invited, I was on the list, blah, 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 I didn't have my QR code. So I met, I showed up to the first event with Madewell by myself, which this is my first influencer event and I showed up by myself, but yes, I did. Um, and thank God I saw somebody there that I was mutuals with on Instagram and I was like, okay, period. Um, she's there. So we, sorry, that sounded strange. I like kind of lost my train of thought. So I went up to her, we became friends and she was also, she came with her friends. And so three of us hung out the whole night. Um, thank God they were nice and whatever, because I've heard influencer horror stories, which I'm going to get into one. Um, but they were great. And then I told them I was going to the sax event and they were like, I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to get in. I don't know really what's going on. And they were like, let's just go. Like, let's see if we can also get in. And I was like, okay, sure. So we all went and I get there and they're like, if you don't have the code, you can't get in. And I was like, well, fuck you guys. Cause you invited me. So this is shitty. Cause I was really excited about this, obviously. Um, so me and my friends wait around for like 45 minutes outside trying to like figure out what to do. My agent's on-site point of contact was nowhere to be found. Like she should have dealt with this problem. She was MIA. So she's not showing up and we're waiting around and we're like, okay, I guess we'll just leave. This isn't working out. We leave and we're walking away and we just walk by the entrance. So like we were waiting by the like line to get in essentially. And then there's like the main entrance and we walk over there and we're standing there for like a couple minutes, just, you know, checking it out. And Ashley Park walks in. She's in on Emily in Paris. She's she's a Broadway girl, whatever. If you know her, cool. If you don't, whatever. Um, she waltzes right in with two of her friends, I guess. And we waltz right in behind her, you guys. <laughs> when I tell you, like, it was the craziest shit ever. Nobody was questioning questioning us because I was acting as if I was Kim Kardashian. I was an A-list celebrity and nobody was going to fucking tell me shit. I was like looking everybody in the eye as I was walking in. Like, I dare you to say something right now. We walked in. It fucking worked. Nobody said anything. Me and my friends were like, holy shit, this is crazy. We get in. Everybody is like dressed to the nines, which was sick. Honestly, the best part of New York Fashion Week for me so far has been looking at everybody's outfits because they're so fucking cool. So we get in, we see all these famous people. My friend's like, oh my God, that's Julia Fox. I'm like, no fucking way where? Because I think she's hilarious. I go up to her and I'm like, hey, you are so funny. Like, love you, whatever. She gives me a hug. We're like chatting for a couple seconds. She's cool as hell, which was great. 
And then I'm walking away and she's like, do you want a picture? And I'm like, girl, yes, I do. So my friend Sienna takes a bunch of pictures. There's there's a video of her giving me a hug and it's just like, wow, how fucking cool. So yeah, I was acting like a little fan, but no worries. I literally am. So that was really cool. So the event was amazing. Like Charlie XCX was there, but she she wasn't performing at that point. Somebody else was who I'm forgetting it now. Um, there's photographers everywhere. They're like walking around with caviar and like free drinks. It was awesome. So (laughs) yeah, I had, I had an absolute blast. There's a guy that I saw across the room and I was like, who is this man? I know who this man is. He's good looking. His outfit is really cool. I'm like looking at him and I'm like, I know I've seen this man before. I tell my friends this, he walks right by me and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. He's not going to, you know, approach me. It's fine. So I, I go on. I'm dancing. Two minutes later, he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, why do I know you? And I was like, that is literally so bizarro because I was saying the same thing about you. I know you. Um, so we're talking, whatever. The paparazzi takes our picture, which I already went into a story time about this on TikTok, so I'm not going to go into it. But it was it was so crazy. And I another point in the night, I approached an influencer who I knew and like really enjoyed. I was always a little fan of her. She's been famous for a, while, a bit now. And I just like always thought she was super cool. Loved her outfits, whatever. I approach her and she was so condescending. And it's not like it's not like anything she said to me like she wasn't rude it was just like I could tell she was on her high horse and like she was looking down at me which is fine like I approached her and I was like well first off I was like we actually have a mutual friend but then I was like you're you know I, I thought you were so I think you're so cool blah 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 um and not in like a I think you're so cool like I'm a lesser than you type of way like I was just I do think she's cool well I thought she was cool and like it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. I wasn't like asking for her picture or anything like that, but she clearly viewed me as lesser than, which whatever, uh, it was fine. But that, I think that the stereotype about New York influencers, unfortunately, kind of is true because they are just naturally, I think they are just naturally entitled. They just, and here's why they wake up every day and get multiple packages from PR from from companies like sending them PR like whatever and their clothes are free their food if they want is free like all this shit to them is free and so they're getting handed all these things and I think that even if they are actually a nice person it just is and I don't know why I'm like sympathizing with them it's just hard to like not have an air of entitlement Okay, let me be fucking for real. It's not that hard, but I understand how people get into this mindset, even though I don't like it or appreciate it. Yeah, so that's my experience. The party was amazing. That one experience with an influencer, I will say I saw another influencer who I'm actually, who I'm mutuals with on TikTok. And I saw her at a different event, um, different person. And I was a little bit scarred. Like I didn't want to approach her because I was like, what if she has the same deal? What if she's also low-key a bitch? So I don't know. I'm really grateful because I have now made two influencer friends who are actually cool as hell. Um, So that's good. And that's, you know, I don't have a lot of girlfriends in the city right now. So that's good. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think... I probably am going to be a little bit more wary about approaching influencers in New York, even though I, I see that's the thing. Like I don't consider myself really an influencer. I just like post shit and like mostly make people laugh. Like I'm not, I don't go on social media all the time and I'm like, look at this lip gloss I got. Like, 
buy it, you know? So I don't think of myself as an influencer because I'm really not. Um, so yeah, anyways, I kind of got on a tangent there. The night was crazy. Ultimately, I can't believe we snuck in and I just can't believe that it was like, we really faked it till we made it, which you know, I was invited. So that was a little weird that a fact that I like the fact that I had to sneak in is just like kind of fucking annoying, but it, it made it more fun. And like, we have a little bit snuck into some other events <laughs> at New York Fashion Week. Um, and yeah, just yeah, it's it's fun. We're having a great time. Me and my me and my friends. Okay, let's get into the real the, the episode. Um, I'm sorry if you nobody wanted to hear about that. I do think that some people did, so I just talked about it for a little bit. I don't really envision my podcast to like be about my life. I want it to like help people, but you know, sometimes my life is interesting, so I'm gonna talk about it. Okay. So somebody DM'd me on Instagram and this is what she said. Hi Alex, I love your podcast so much. Do you think you could do an episode on not getting any closure in a breakup? In my situation, it happened suddenly and over text, and I'd love to hear your, your perspective on it. So Closure, this this is interesting to me because out of the three relationships I've been in, two of them had ended have ended over the phone. And with my first breakup, I broke up with him thinking that we'd eventually get back together. So closure was a little bit weird there too because then he very quickly moved on. And I was like, holy shit, okay, so it is over. Um, so I really, in all of my breakups, have not had that much closure like from them at all, actually. So I've had to find closure within myself, and I think I did this in a few different ways. This is mostly going to be in reference to my last relationship, because quite frankly, the first one I barely remember because it was a long time ago. And with Lucas, closure was a little difficult because um, we stayed in touch. I was thinking about, or I was thinking about this question, and I was like, what is closure? For me, closure is coming to terms with the fact that the relationship is over, and that the relationship happened for a reason, and the relationship ended for a reason. Closure to me is that I can look back on the relationship and I can and I can identify the good parts of it and the not so good parts and having just a uh, a healthy a healthy perspective on it. I think it's closure to me is feeling at peace with the situation and not harboring any resentment towards it, which of course is hard at times. Like of course I'll have moments of like literally fuck this kid or like what the fuck, you know? And your friends will probably say bad things about him or your relationship to make you feel better, you know, because that's just what friends do. You know, they're going to be like, but he was blah, blah, anyway. And blah, blah, blah. Um, but ultimately that stuff is not helpful in terms of finding closure because I think that really like once you found closure, you you have a good mindset about the relationship. And it's not like you're like, wow, what a we have, I have learned so much from this relationship and it was a wonderful time and I'm, it's okay that it's over. Like, yeah, sure. It's a little bit those things, but it's also just being like, okay, this, this ended, this needed to end and I'll be okay. It's not, it doesn't have to be all fucking peaches and cream because that's not how breakups are for the most part. I also think that closure is not something that happens immediately. Like if you ask me, a month ago, if I had closure on my relationship, I probably would have said no. And as I mentioned in the very, very first episode of this podcast, he wanted to come to see me in person to basically end the relationship in person. And I think, I think that 
I said no because a few different reasons, but I mostly said no because I was like, I don't need closure from you. I don't think that closure has to happen from the other person actually at all. And I've had practice now finding closure from myself and not from the other person. So when he was like, basically like I, I want to come see you. So basically I can dump you in person. I was like, so no, to be honest, I can, I am strong enough and I know I'm aware enough to like end this peacefully, like on my, with me, within myself, if that makes sense. I don't, I don't think that closure, getting closure from the other person is necessary at all. And sometimes I don't think it's good. For example, we, Lucas and I tried to have closure, I think, um, when we broke up. Granted, this was almost two years ago now, just so, so weird to think about. But, um, yeah, we tried to have a closure and it was just like, you know, this is ending, but we care about each other. Like, let's, you know, stay in touch, blah, 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 blah. And like, that's not closure, you know? So, I almost think it's better to figure it out for yourself. You don't need, yes, of course, breaking up over the phone kind of sucks. Like it's almost to me, it's like the relationship ended over a fucking phone call. Like that's all it was. That's all it meant. That's all it was worth. But I think it's better to just not think about it like that because it's honestly not that deep. Like, yeah, it ended over the phone, but whatever. I don't know. I'm just just like, okay, it's fine. I think that you just have to look at it from a perspective of this ended, this was supposed to end, I'm closing this chapter and I'm grateful for it. And it's time to open the next chapter. I strongly encourage you to try to find closure within yourself and just know that it's for the best. Again, like it ended for a reason, several reasons, probably, let's be honest. So yeah, I hope that helped. Let's talk about authenticity and let me go on a little rant. Two months ago or so, I don't know, really, to be honest, a month and a half ago, I don't know. I met this guy on Raya and we started talking. I was super into it. We followed each other on Instagram, yada, yada. And I saw that he was super artsy. Like maybe that's not the right word, but he liked to draw cool shit. His Instagram was very much giving. I'm kind of edgy. I don't I don't care about social media. You know the vibe. Now, my Instagram is not giving edgy. My Instagram is giving, I post the best looking pictures of myself possible. And that's what I care about the most. And I'm saying all this because this man and I stopped talking. And part of it, I think, has to do with the fact that it seemed from a social media perspective to him that our vibes were very different. And in reality, I don't think that they actually are. I just rarely post my artsy slash more creative side on social media. Here's the thing. For the longest time, I have been posting on Instagram to be a cute little girl. And that's it. Now, there are times that I want to be a cute little girl. I love being a cute little girl. But there are also times that I want to post my like baggy jeans, grandpa looking outfit that I think is sick as hell. I think I haven't done that partly because I know that it won't get as many likes as me posting a picture of myself in a mini skirt. And, you know, as I keep saying, social media is partly my job and I want to do well at it and, you know, grow my following, whatever. But My point is, I will now be posting so that all sides of myself are represented and I feel like I'm being my most authentic self. So I don't, I don't want to care about how many likes I get. I just want to go on my Instagram and be like, yeah, this is actually who I am. Because right now that's not the case. I go on my Instagram and I'm like, this is like one side of me that 
everybody sees all the time on social media, but there's so many other things that are important to me. And it's weird because I feel like I'm always treading the line between artsy as fuck, abstract bitch, or I just want to be pretty vibes. And a lot of times I meet people who are one or the other and I'm like, no, I swear I relate to you because I'm also artsy or I swear I relate to you because I also like being a pretty little girl. But for me, I think that it's good to embody both of those things for me. Um, it's just, it's just hard to mesh the two together. And that's just what I have to do because I think that is my most authentic self. And this obviously goes much deeper than my Instagram profile. Looking at my profile allows me to analyze this better. And my ex was always saying like, you don't always need to post the prettiest picture of you from the same angle with the same face. And he's literally right. And it stems from how I was raised. I love my mother She's my best friend and our relationship is great, um, which obviously with mothers, it wasn't always the case, but it's great um, now. And my mother is beautiful. I know this. I have been told this my entire life. And I was raised by her to always look my best. Leaving the house, well, actually, you should probably put makeup on. Having clear skin was crucial. The amount of money that was dropped on me on weekly facials, skincare, etc., was crazy. And this is not to say that this is a bad thing. I'm not complaining about the fact that skincare was like very important in my family. Um, But I think that this mindset of like, I always have to look good has remained in my head. And I feel like some people are going to listen to this and be like, yeah, what is wrong with that? But I think it's it's come out in like, I have to post on Instagram and I have to like, show off my body i have to show off you know something about me like looking being attractive like that's that's what i have to show off in order for people to like it and therefore like me so that mindset has stayed with me despite the rest of me growing into this you know creative little girl who often looks like i'm dresses like a man um and whatever um i don't know if this is making sense but i just right now it's i get too sucked into looking pretty and I'm posting pretty pictures on Instagram and then I meet people like this guy that I'm talking that I was just talking about um who posts all this cool shit on Instagram and and you know it's whatever and I'm like that is I need to embody that too because that's what I care about like for example one of my favorite things on my Instagram right now is my highlight of my art because it has videos of me singing it has videos of me dancing which honestly I should probably like go through some of those videos because not the necessarily dancing ones, but singing ones because I don't know about all those. Um, it has some sketches I've drawn, like things like that. And it's just like one very little tiny part of my social media profile that probably nobody touches. My whole point is, and this isn't supposed to be like about Instagram and whatever. It's just about like, I just want to always be me. I just want to post whatever the fuck I want to post. Like, On my story today, I posted a picture of my grandpa outfit. I'm exhausted. Like, I look not so great, but I like the picture because it's like an accurate representation of who I am right now, if that makes sense. And honestly, I want to post that picture just on my main, just because I want to like break out of this seeking, I don't even want to, I don't want to say like seeking male validation. It's just like seeking validation in general with these likes and all this stuff by me posting pictures in like a, you know, a mini dress and high heels and blah, blah, blah. That's what I've been thinking about recently. I also think that my mom said something to me the other day and she was like, a career in social media is not something to be proud of. At first I was like, what the literal 
hell. <laughs> um, replace the word there. What the hell? Because first off, social media is what currently is paying my bills. Um, but then I was thinking more. And then I was thinking about my interaction with that influencer I just had. And I have decided that I don't want to be literally anything like those people that are entitled like that. And it's not to say that all influencers are like that because I know that they're not. I would actually venture to say that most of them are not like that. But I I don't even want to be, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. Ultimately, I don't want my career to be all about social media because I see these people that are going to these New York Fashion Week events and most of them are not obviously influencers. They are actors or they are musicians or whatever. And that is that is what I want to do. I want to pursue a career that I'm passionate about, acting, singing, dancing, and then become so successful in it that I then am invited to these events because of my success in my craft. I was telling my mom about Mr. Musician's Man, Musician Man that I was talking to at, at the Sax event and she was like, "Why why does he get to go to these things?" Like you know, why is a musician going to these things? And it's like, if you're so good at what you do and you and a lot of people recognize recognize that, you will go to these things regardless. I don't have to be in the influencing world to attend these events. And not that these events are the end all be all because yeah, they're fun, but like, shit, it's just a little party essentially. Um, but my point is, I just, I don't know. I think that I'm gonna kind of take a break from from social media in a way and it's not that I'm gonna stop posting I'm just when I post it'll be what I want and I I think that'll in a way take a lot of pressure off of me because right now I'm still in the mindset of like okay just posted how many likes is it getting is it doing well blah 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 blah. and I don't want to care about that anymore so I don't know I just want to become so good at what I actually do for a living um, that everything else in life just, you know, starts to, starts to happen because I'm so great at my career, if that makes sense. This has turned into like a very big rant, so I'm sorry about that. But yeah, that is just, that's just kind of where I'm at. I just, I don't know. I've just, I've, I've very quickly realized that being a little influencer is, is really cool, but one, I'm not really one. And two, I don't want influencing to become my whole life because I think that it really actually doesn't bring a lot of life to me, if that makes sense. It's not that fulfilling. I don't know. It's like short-term validation or something. Like me getting a bunch of likes, me having a a viral TikTok video, like that is all, it's not real, I guess is what it is. It's not real. Like me working on Broadway, me getting the job that I have worked for my entire life, that is real. That is what will like keep me getting out of bed every morning. Also, (laughs) yesterday I went out with Mr. Safety Pins and somebody took a picture of us and that was honestly so strange to me. And it was, it's weird and I'm just like, "Mm, nah, I don't know. I want to be famous for, can this baby shut up? I want to be well known for singing, dancing, and or acting, whatever, all three, all three of them, blah, 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 not for being on social media. Because even you guys, when I was talking to Mr. Mans, the musician at the sax thing, and he was like, where do I know you from? I changed the subject so fast because I'm not, I don't want to be like, oh, you probably know me, know me from TikTok. No, I don't want to say that shit. You don't know me actually, Mr. Mans. 
I don't know. You must have confused me with somebody else. Okay, last little topic I want to get into. God, I hate that I just made this all about me. I hope that people can be like, yeah, this makes sense or I don't know. Helpful. Um, finding confidence. Let's talk about let's talk about confidence. I think I've talked about this a little bit on another episode, but so as you guys know, I went to that influencer event by myself and I was talking to my friend. She was like, I can't believe you went to your first one like by yourself. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was nervous to, to begin with, but then I was like, what is there, what is there to lose? I think that that is the mindset that I kind of want to just embody always. Like what's going to happen? What is the worst that, that can happen? People are going to like look at me weird because I'm alone. Like who gives a fuck? And that's why I didn't have a problem going up to that influencer and telling her that I, you know, thought she was cool, whatever even though she ended up not being cool. Um, because it's just like, what What are they going to do? Like, laugh at you? Okay, well, I don't know. I think I'm at a place that I'm just like, I feel confident enough in my life and who I am to be like, if you, if somebody's going to be mean to me or like judge me for going, showing up to an event by myself, like, I don't, like, who gives a literal fuck? I don't care. Like that's on them. If you're going to, if you're going to judge somebody for something as stupid as that, or if you're going to like be mean to somebody or, or whatever, like how embarrassing. So for you, not for me, how embarrassing for you. I just want to be like open to anything and everything. So if I get invited to an event, I'm going to go because you just never know. I went to the Saks event, even though I was a little bit uninvited essentially. And I met some really cool people, obviously some also not cool people, but you know, it's just like, you never know. And I don't, right now, I don't want to be in a position of like turning down things because I'm too scared. To everybody, go. Go do whatever you're a little bit nervous about because I was nervous. Going in by myself was scary, of course, but I did it. And I ended up having one of the, honestly, one of the best nights of my life. Like I had so much fun that entire evening. So you just kind of have to have like a fuck it mindset. It just, it doesn't matter. This life is so short and just do it. Do the shit that you're scared of. There's never been a time that I've done something that I was scared shitless about and afterwards I've gone, wow, I wish I didn't do that. Never. Like I can't think of one. Like for example, towards the, it was like the last week of senior year and my class was holding, was doing like a little cabaret at this coffee wine bar place and everybody was singing and I was so, I, it wasn't like mandatory. We could do it if we wanted. And I was so scared to do it. Like my boyfriend at the time was there. All these random was that were there. This girl that I knew hate two girls that I knew hated me were there. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't do this. I made myself do it. And did I sound amazing? And was I giving fucking a list singer? No, I was not. No, it was not the best performance of my life. But afterwards, I was like, thank God I did it. Because like, if I hadn't, I just would never have known. I would have never known what the outcome would be. And like, nobody punched me in the face after doing it. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I, I just feel like we always, the things we are so nervous about are usually such small issues in the grand scheme of things. So I encourage everybody to just do whatever the fuck you're scared of. If it's messaging that guy, if it's, I don't know, buying a crazy outfit that you're you think people are going to judge you for like just do it because this this world it like it doesn't matter we're and I hate to say like we're on a fucking floating rock I've been cursing so much and my mom's gonna be mad at me but we are on a floating rock and this shit doesn't matter so do do whatever you want as long as obviously it's not hurting other people 
mostly do whatever you want. Um, and even do the things that you don't want to do because just listen to yourself and your, in your gut. If your gut's telling you to do it, do it. Listen to your gut. This podcast has so many themes that just keep coming up and it's authenticity, following your gut. I don't know what the other one is, but yeah. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I am in fact going to go watch the Super Bowl with Mr. Safety Bins and his friends. Um, maybe I'll post a little football content on TikTok. Who the fuck knows? I hope you guys like this and I'm sorry if it turned into like mostly just me talking about myself, but hopefully it was helpful. Um, I hope everybody has a great week. Let's kick ass, bitches. (laughs) Yeah. Bye.